0: The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American burning icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny. It's dark. It's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation.
1: and save 10% on your first month that's better help h e l p
3: well Neo hates trans people, Jamie Foxx is anti-Semitic, and Lizzo is disgusted by the overweight. Welcome to Fixing Famous People on planet what the fuck. What is happening? what, 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 What is happening? And not only one of those things
2: is something that I put on the list of things for us to talk about. So wait,
3: there's it's, there's too much Neo apparently who like Neo, is, the
2: singer and songwriter. who's very
3: lucky. We're even, that Speaking we're even of mentioning him. him. Yes. But he, he gave some interview last week and he was like, you know, I'm from a day when a man was a man and a woman was a woman. And if you want to call yourself a goldfish, that's fine. But it doesn't mean I have to call you a goldfish. You know what, Neo? You do have to call me a fucking goldfish. Just be respectful, you piece of shit. Also, like, don't, like, don't talk about these things. By the way, the apology that he issued was like pretending that the person who gave the interview was a completely different person. It's, I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to do this. Fuck off. Also, just don't, don't talk about that.
2: When On this show, when we have no idea what we're talking about, we say, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Or we don't put it out into the world. Like, right.
0: Wh- I
2: don't understand why people think that they like, should know everything about everything. It's insane. You know, people will say, "Well,
3: you know, that's his that's his right," and you're absolutely right. He has a right to feel 100 whatever he wants, and I have a right to say, "If you feel he has that right, you can also fuck off."
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> lord! And then what was it, Jamie Fox? Like, put out uh, something. Jamie Fox is a
3: Nazi. I don't understand. He put up what is essentially he's like an 88 year old man, and he put up a vague book post about they killed Jesus too. How do you try? I'm I'm paraphrasing, but he. It it very much read like he was speaking about Jewish people, like how can you trust people who would kill Jesus? And then apparently he was talking about someone very specific, not Jewish people, but about a friend who had betrayed him. And to make matters worse, Jennifer Aniston liked the original post. <laughs> and then oh, yeah, had so people are like
2: a Shia Nazi. Go
3: on socials and say, this is disgusting and blah, 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 after she'd already liked it. So now there's backlash. Not just against Jamie Foxx, but against Jennifer Aniston for throwing Jamie Foxx under the bus. You know what? Social media is the devil. Don't go on it. Just (laughs) listen to podcasts. Do not go on social media. All the news you need is here. This this one hour place. We're telling you about it. This is it. (laughs) And then of course there's (laughs) 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 we hate. Everyone (laughs) equally, come here. We
2: are a news organization. Anyway, and then?
3: And then, of course, there's Lizzo, full name, not Elizabeth, Melissa something. It is Lizzo. It's Melissa. Superstar. I am a fan. And there's a lawsuit. These three of her dancers are suing her, alleging, among other things, there's basically three groups of charges, unfair dismissal, inappropriate sexual conduct, And then harassment. Now, I'm not going to break down every single one of these, but it seems like there are some workplace dynamic issues at Lizzo Inc. But these charges about her, like
2: uh, the best thing ever, shaming
3: people is just like, what are you fucking talking about? It's
2: like what you would write this as like a parody for SNL for her to be sued over. Like It's it's ridiculous, wild.
3: The one of the and this whole narrative has it has spiraled so out of control so quickly. And it's because of the the attorneys for one of the the attorney for one of the accusers. I guess he went on Good Morning America and and it's in the filing as well, I believe, where it says we're we're like this is so the opposite of everything that Lizzo stands for. And so it's just that headline that everyone is sort of running with, as though Lizzo goes home, uh, takes off a fat suit, and she's like Whitley <laughs> yeah. from a different world <laughs> yeah. underneath, and she's just <laughs> yes. like, fuck them <laughs> over again. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Are there issues there? Yes, of course. Like There are there's some classic issues in there of like, my boss asked me to go out. To a strip club, and while there, dot dot dot. Yes. No one was forced to go. They even say in the filing, also, no one was forced to
2: go. Also, I beg of you, if you like are remotely interested, go read the lawsuit. It is you will pee, you will be taken, you'll be in shock when you are done. You will you'll, just sit there and receive all of it for five minutes, and you'll just not know what to do with yourself. It has the stories everything. are wild.
3: It's like if you're reading it. It's hard to read without screaming out loud at it. You know what I mean. And
2: you know that like they've unearthed like her at a radio interview where they where she's like they're talking about I don't know what or like what club do you want to go to or like what thing and she says like I want to go to the that club in Amsterdam where they put like bananas up the women's vaginas and then you have to eat them like which is, is she like admitted that she really wanted to do that on the on radio and now it's like all over the internet.
3: It's cited in, 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 in the, the filing has everything, bananas, and you, and vaginas, you, yes. it, it's, it's utterly, and if, if you, you were just reading, shocked, reading it, if you were just
2: shocked by the fact that I said that club in Amsterdam where they put bananas at people's vaginas and then eat them,
3: you, like just know that that's like skimming the surface of what you're about to read. <laughs> There's other stuff in there, you know, but all I keep thinking as I'm reading through the lawsuit is just like,
2: well, (laughs) and, and then she puts out this like notes app, apology, like not a poll. It's not an apology, just like a, a bunch of words that don't really say anything that's supposed to be like a defense of herself. But like, she doesn't deny any of the things in the lawsuit. She doesn't say, she just says like her character is under attack and blah, 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 blah,
3: blah. And she's, she's being represented by Marty Singer, who is like a celebrity like that. That's who you want. If you're a celebrity being accused of something. Unfortunately, when I was reading her statement on the notes app, which is key here because like, that's like breaking up with someone on a post-it. It's that, you know, like we know you're writing it on the notes app instead of giving us the video that we
2: deserve. And you're writing it on your phone and no one is approving it. And you're just posting it at all before your PR person can step in and stop you.
3: Right. Now, Howard Bragman, the crisis manager, has been deceased for a short amount of time, and all I kept thinking when I read her non-apology was, Howard Bragman's rolling over in his grave <laughs> yeah, yeah. about how—what a miscalculation yes. this was. Uh, because I read this filing, which, if it's not being performed and acted out in cabarets, it will be by <laughs> no, Labor Day, because be. it should be. It's it utterly—there are so many holes in it, and it's it's just a very— bizarre read. And a lot of the responsibility for the most damaging acts in the lawsuit are committed by uh, a woman named Shirlene Quigley, who is Lizzo's dance captain. In fact, the bulk of the negative activity yeah. comes from this that's woman. The,
2: that's the sad part is it's not even Lizzo. It's this other woman. It's that's not doing Lizzo. It. So yeah.
3: this woman, the, the way, the way the media works is that these dancers Suit Lizzo, her production company, and this dance captain, Shirlene Quigley. They're all named in the lawsuit. Most of the offenses are being committed by the dance captain, who apparently was was cruel to people under the guise of being a Christian, and she tried to convert people to Christianity and found out one of them was a virgin and was sort of uh, mocking her because of that. this woman, her, her public apology was done by video, and makes Lizzo's look like the perfect apology. She oh, goes I, on there and I says, I didn't even see it. I, she's unhinged, and she goes I'm on sure there and she's she like, No crazy. job, no job will make me stop loving God. And that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> admitting to her part in it. It's yes. so, the whole thing is so bizarre. So, Lizzo is writing an apology, a non-apology on a notes app. Shirlene Quigley is basically admitting to everything she's being sued for. And the headlines are Lizzo uh, sexually abuses and fat shames people. And it's not, that aspect of it, I just don't see how it's true. And the, the trickle-down effect through all of this is that Beyonce does a version of... <laughs> Vogue, okay, and she sings it in her concert. It's a play on the names that Madonna read of superstars uh, in Vogue, and and Beyonce reads a list of uh, women of color who have inspired her, and 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 the populace in general. She runs down a list of women's names. I, this is not going to be convoluted. Stay with me. So, at a certain point two weeks ago, the utterly insane Erica Badu insinuated online that Beyonce was was biting her style she wears what looks to be like an aluminum a giant aluminum fedora and it's a hat that Erica Badu has worn before and Erica Badu says in a post looks like I'm everyone's stylist these days and something like I'm getting no credit for it or whatever so Beyonce who was clearly emulating Erica Badu when she wore the hat in the first place Beyonce doesn't doesn't steal how dare you! But uh, even though they, the, the internet does call her like Steel Beyonce <laughs> yeah, and a whole yeah, bunch of other do. shit, right? no,
2: like she like changed the, some of the songs in Renaissance after some art of their other artists that she sampled complained that they didn't con- <laughs> like consent to the sampling. But go ahead.
3: <laughs> but wait, don't wait. We're not. Are we going to? We're not going to talk about Kalise. We're not even going to no, have absolutely time. Absolutely
2: not. No. <laughs>
3: because she got paid. Kalise. She needs to yell at her accountant, not Beyonce. I'm sorry, listeners. Anyway, continue. So. So, in response to Erica Badu saying that Beyonce removes four names from that song and just says Erica Badu's name four times oh at my the concert,
2: God. now because this I is inter-
3: this is intersecting with the Lizzo scandal, totally coincidentally, one of the four names removed was Lizzo's name, and so. The internet went insane saying that Beyonce had turned her back on Lizzo. Beyonce makes a statement by removing Lizzo's name, blah, blah, blah. Two nights go by. She stops saying Erica Badu's name four times, reinstates Lizzo's name, and says it loudly as if to say, you know removing her name had nothing to do with yeah. this court case yes. and then the internet starts saying Beyonce supports serial abuser liz <laughs> and then that it's- story gets picked up on CNN and then once that happens it ends up where on fixing famous people it's it, we had no it, choice it doesn't matter no choice.
2: what you, it doesn't matter what you do they're always gonna
3: That's it's always wrong it's always it started. Right. It started with a vaginal banana in Amsterdam in March, and it ends here today, on August 9th on fixing famous people. I
2: will tell you that if you want to listen to the court, like all of the court documents, uh, Kate Casey does do like a deep dive with a lawyer on the entire thing. So, <sighs> bop on over to Reality Life with Kate Casey, and she has like the full rundown of the situation. Um.
3: It's all I crazy. Keep thinking to is if this was Mariah Carey who was accused, no of no one this, would even be. Batting everyone be like, "Work, bitch! Show them who's boss." <laughs> but because it's Lizzo, all of a sudden now she's a serial abuser. It's so stupid. Fuck out. And but I will say, like, she's handling it horribly. Like, she is
2: not doing this right at all. She's primed no. and ready to be fixed. However, I want to wait until the case is adjudicated before we.
3: I'm happy to eat my words if 40 people come forward that they were locked in a truck by Lizzo a year ago and she stops by there to defecate on them or throw them seeds and they've been there for, then fine I'm I'm happy to be wrong I am often yeah. but this is like come on
2: come it's, on it's also but however like I choose to believe women and I do actually believe that all of the things that she did in this that lawsuit are real and I also think that like when you're on tour you like don't have friends. So you like want your backup dancers to like be your friends. That's like what this whole, that all of it can be reduced down to that. Obviously, Shirlene Quigley is like off her fucking rocker. And like, that's its own problem. But as far as like Lizzo going to the club with all the dancers goes, like you don't actually, I don't don't even dispute that this
3: happened. I, I don't even dispute that any of this stuff happened again. It's like, it's about workplace dynamics. Like some of the stuff that's in the lawsuit is actually, you know, the company that I work for, I believe it's a state law in New York. We have to, we do, we do an annual, uh, harassment video. And some of the, some of the charges in the lawsuit are, are direct things that I've seen in the video that are used as examples. Like Like, direct examples. Yes. Yeah. It's not mandatory that you go out with your boss. But if your boss asks and you feel pressured to go, blah, 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 which is a lot of what this is, which is why most of the lawyers that I'm hearing talk about this on the news are saying that most of these charges should be settleable because they're so, they sound like people who are inexperienced into what they were being pushed into. Well, they were, they were on her show. They were like plucked from obscurity.
2: So of course they're like, you know. Sure.
3: And there were normal people, and I'm not saying this is right, but they were normal people who won on a reality show and then became her backup dancers. So when you're on tour and you're a dancer and you have a hold week or a dark week or a down week, you don't get paid your full salary. Now, you can negotiate what rate of your salary it's going to be. They had asked for 50% of their show salary during their dark weeks, and their accountant was like – apparently very nasty and said, you'll take 25% and like it. And they're saying that he only spoke to the fat women of color that way, but they can't, they can't prove that because they don't know what he said to oh. anyone else. So there's a lot of that stuff in the lawsuit. Like it's, it's a just lot. Very, it, there's a
2: lot of stuff. There's a lot of, it's things
3: so many pages. I mean that you should cover in your book club because it's a goddamn book. It is a lawsuit. book. Yeah. It's You're too right.
2: many pages. Um, I'm excited to see what happens because it's like a perfect. This is not only perfect fodder for us to like fix her after this is all over, but it's just I, this is interesting. This will be very. This is not going to be like, like the, the Goop out. trial. It's not. Lizzo it's Lizzo goes, no.
3: this is not going to be the Goop trial. No. At all. Like no. it's going to be Lizzo screaming from the gallery and being told to leave the courtroom. Yes. It's not. We will, we will cover it here.
2: Sadly, Goop is much more deft at this. You know what I mean? She's much more cunning than Lizzo. And sorry to say, but like right. Goop doesn't miss. And you know what I mean? I think that Lizzo.
3: Because <laughs> because Gwyneth Paltrow, for all of her faults, is an Academy Award winning actress. Yes. And it, it's playing a role. The moment her lids open until yeah. they close at night. <laughs> yes. Lizzo is not. Lizzo no. seems to be She's very too real. Lizzo too real. all that time. Right, <laughs> yeah. she is that bitch. Right, <laughs> yeah. she is. So we'll see how it plays out.
2: Where we, our eyes are peeled, our ears are peeled. We're peeled.
3: Beyonce supports serial abuser Lizzo. Sorry, I can't with dying, the headline. I can't. Dying, dying.
2: Dying. It's insane.
3: What is going on with Doja? You were mentioning something before. Okay. I have, I've not, I don't follow her as closely as you do. So
2: apparently, Doja Cat is like quitting music, which she's done before recently, but now she's like basically, you know how like there's like Gaga Daily, which is like a Lady Gaga central Instagram account that like follows her every like right. move. All of those versions of Doja Cat, like Doja Cat Daily, are like. Doja Cat fan or whatever like all, and I don't know I'm making those up but like All of her major fan accounts she basically mess, like blocked all Of them and like was like why Do you guys make these accounts f- About me like I don't I didn't ask to Be famous like why does anyone Care what I do like basically just like Destroying her own image like yeah, For no reason goes. at all
3: and just like, It's over melting it to the Ground it's over she'll it's, be yeah. roommates With Amanda Bynes by 2026 <laughs> It's all over <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, Give me fame, give me fame, give me fame. Here you go.
2: Get it away from me. Destroying her entire fan base. And everyone is like, why the fuck are we your fan anymore?
3: The only thing I want to say about Cardi B, because we do have to mention her, is that we we do because that that bitch has (laughs) aim. She has aim like grandma throwing a shoe at you from across the room aim. That was very impressive. Should she be charged with assault? I don't care
2: honestly. No, me neither.
3: And, like, you knew
2: she would fight. Like, we've seen videos of her trying to fight Nicki Minaj at the Met Gala. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right? Like, never forget. Never forget that, like, she, like, there's documented proof that she will fight anyone. So the fact that someone threw water at her and thought that she wasn't going to do that is an idiot. This is going to have to be a supersized episode because every, we had to talk about all these things. Like, this was, this is crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell everyone there's more content that we have to give you, but I mean, how much more? I mean, uh, everything is happening at once. When it rains, it pours, right?
3: Absolutely. In hour five of this week's episode, we're going to talk about Hunter Biden smoking crack. (laughs) Yeah, truly.
2: (laughs) Now, before we get to our guest and our client for this week, I would be remiss if not to bring up your haircut. (laughs) You were just in Provincetown. And like, we, we can't even talk about it cause there's, we don't have enough time. Like we, people don't have three and a half hours to listen to all the things going on. Plus our personal lives, right. but I need to just tell you how great your haircut is. And thank that, you so much. And that when I saw the photo, I commented, I've been shaken to my core and that was not a lie.
3: I, I it's been a few days since then. I from here can see your core still shaking, shaking. from it. It and is. And I cannot wait to tell Joe my my uh I'm gonna call him my P Town stylist because Did I have a very just on a
2: whim, go get a haircut.
3: I mean, I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. For those of you who don't know what I look like, uh shame on you. No, but for those of you who don't know what I look like, I I had COVID hair. I just grew it long. It was very gray and then it really very wasn't when I started coloring it and it was long and then it was medium long and it was very midlife crisis and I think I just got on the other side of it and it was the summer I was in P-Town and my husband and I were like you think you'll cut your hair I was like oh, I've been thinking about it and then he went to the gym and I just went to get my hair cut And when he came back from the gym <laughs> stop
2: you just like made it a surprise <laughs> I
3: did and I am a fucking moron because I didn't Shoot his reaction. He just was like, I'm in the courtyard of the hotel, and I walked into the courtyard and went, Sup, bro, with literally like 14 inches taken off of my hair. And he jumped out of his seat and screamed loud enough that I thought security would come over because it sounded like an assault. And he said, It was the end of an era. And I can't wait to hear what Chris says on the podcast. No,
2: are you serious? I swear to God. I swear to God. I'm loving it. We, we've we called it Mad Men. It's very Mad Men. And I think it is. It's
3: very, it's a Mad Men. It's a little mad as in Rachel mad But we'll, we'll <laughs> see, that's why I'm not wearing my glasses this week.
2: <laughs> you are a monster also for just like literally as he's like going to the gym, you just decide to go get it done and then surprise him with it. You're a monster. Do
3: you think, <laughs> you think that makes me
2: a monster? <laughs> it's, just, it's just so good because it's just like diabolical and you're just like springing it on him. I love it.
3: But can you imagine the arrogance and the narcissism where I'm like, I'm going to surprise you with a change in my physical appearance? Those (laughs) are the surprises I do. I don't give other people things. I just give them the freedom to react to something I'm doing to my head.
2: Beautiful.
3: You're welcome, America. (sighs)
2: Speaking of hair... Let's get to that that's a that actually that's a good one. That's a good name, Speaking bad. of hair that keeps changing, let's get to our guest and our client.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too.
2: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right. This is an emergency episode because we have an emergency guest, okay? She's been here before. She's a podcast superstar, And she's going to be taking over Sirius XM's Reality Checked on Radio Andy next Monday through Friday, August 14th through the 18th. Her name is Deanna Chang, and if you're not listening to Reality Checked every day next week, I don't know what's wrong with you. Stop talking to me if you're not. (laughs) Deanna, thank you for being here.
4: Oh, my word. Thank you for having me. Thank you for, you know, opening up your airwaves and promoting this little old week. I'm super excited about it. It's exciting to go live. That's not a little
3: week. This is mage. I think this is a mage. Oh,
4: not wow. just for you, well, but for
3: all of us, for all of the fans. <laughs> I'm listen. big
4: win for everyone.
3: Listen,
2: you can get a three month trial of Sirius right now. Like, if you're not, don't, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear, oh, I don't have it, I don't pay for it, blah, 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 this and that. Like, I Googled and made sure there is a three-month trial right now of SiriusXM that you can bop on over to Sirius.com, and there's zero reason for you not to be listening.
3: That's all. That's all. Chris and I will post our Sirius passwords on the (laughs) Famous People Instagram page. So, we can everyone ah, that's can just really doing the Lord's work, yeah,
2: doing the L's work. Um, we
3: one account, 16,000 <laughs> <000 laughs> <laughs> listeners. No, but like, there's your
2: excuse for you not to be tuning in. And Deanna is someone who can unpack reality television better than both Dominic and I combined, which is saying something. So, um, you will not be disappointed when you tune in.
3: She will make you feel as though you have spent an evening binge-watching, masterpiece theater-level programming. <laughs> this Correct. is how in-depth she goes. It's Correct. pretty remarkable.
2: Inside Listen, the actor's studio. Just, <laughs> we
4: can't scratch the surface. We have to go a few layers deeper.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yes, actors on actors. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what we're getting.
4: We are steeped in the work over at Reality Checked on Radio. that <laughs> <laughs> <Radio>. sounds. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and all this is fine and good, but Deanna, we did bring here other than to you know celebrate you and, and plug you know this ex- um, incredible week that you're about to have. We did bring you on so that we could you know unpack a very real problem that's happening in the world, and that problem is Ariana Grande.
3: <laughs> Gosh, you know, issue is number one, album. Ariana Grande. Followed very distantly by climate change and then terrorism. Yeah. Ariana <laughs> Grande.
2: Well, if you check TikTok there, that is the correct order of problems <laughs> you, in the world.
3: Yeah, I'm yes. not surprised. I'm not surprised.
2: So, Domina, can we be uh graced by her middle name, please?
3: Oh my God, I can you I'm unprepared. Oh, I'm for sure you were Holy ratted at the ready. shit. Wow. Can we take, well, let's, we'll, we'll take this. Is, all at, no, at least. Louise, this. Joan. <laughs> um, no, I actually do think Joan is her mother's name. Hang on. Ariana Grande Butera. Huh. I oh, don't Grande, oh, Grande oh, Butera, oh, because Butera is her dad's last name, and Grande is her mother's last name. So I'm not seeing any recorded evidence of a first name ish type middle name. But he's Grande, so, her is Grande. Which is our first name. scandal of the broadcast, obviously. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe it is. Wow,
2: I did not know that her middle name was Grande.
3: She was born in Boca Raton. Tracks completely. I mean, I can't. <laughs> stop, like, <laughs> I, even the Wikipedia article says, duh, right after <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Born in Boca Raton, duh. She is the daughter of Joan Grande, the Brooklyn-born CEO of Hose McCann Communications. Love it. And Edward Butera, a graphic design firm owner in Boca Raton. Still no mention of a middle name here. Listeners, if you know her middle name or have a copy of her birth certificate, please bring it to the <laughs> FFP Instapage ASAP. I think it's
2: Grande, though. It probably is. It probably is. That's crazy. Anyway, how did you both receive her originally?
4: Yeah, it's it's morphed a little bit for me. Um, but I think my original first, you know, smack in the face was, are you an adult or are you a child? Okay. And that question mm. remains on some level, yeah. you know? Yeah. But that was my initial just big question mark. Like, what's happening here? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, what am I looking at? What am I hearing? What is it, you know? When did you
3: start? Th- when she was a child or in these handful of years when she's been an actual adult?
4: Right. Well, I, w- I got at her. She's been, I can't, she's probably been with us as Ariana Grande, the singer. I mean, I guess she's done some work in on the small screen prior that I was not aware of I'll never know what she did I'll never care
1: mm. but
4: I feel like what she's probably been with us for the last eight years or so like as a singer a pop star right yeah and she's 30 correct right now she's 30 so we had her in her 20s that's the thing it was always like when I heard she was in her I was like something doesn't feel legal or right about her (laughs) something feels like i feel like a predator and i I don't know if i should (laughs) give myself a citizen's arrest but um then i was like oh she's in her 20s so there was just questions around that that was my initial hit
3: i think i became aware of her when whatever it was that she did that had those uh the playboy I'm sure it wasn't actually Playboy, but it was like bunny ears ears. with a mask. Whatever the project was where she did that, I just started seeing twinks wearing those things in bars. And of course, my initial reaction was, why are they doing that? Yeah, And then I found out that it was a singer and I, I was scoffed at for not knowing who she was. I remember these conversations vividly.
2: Dangerous woman is the That's Bunny the Playboy years Bunny Department. years? Yes, that's and that's right. like when that's much like her like breakout album that really was like, all right, she's like solidified herself as like someone who's going to perform forever.
3: Right. And You're she was nominated, like, she was that was like a Grammy nominated moment for her correct. as well.
2: Correct? All right. I believe so.
3: And I feel sort of awkward as we're talking about the Ariana timeline because the truth is like I knew that and then she licked a donut and started dating a ton of people, and it sure honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's how I became, you know, someone who knew who she was.
4: No, that's so good though. Licked a donut because that is that's it. Like she licked a donut and then dated a million people.
2: I was gonna ask both of you, do you remember when she licked the donut and it was like national news? And of I was assuming it was.
4: <laughs> she licked it and then put it back.
2: Yes, right? correct. That she was like, the deal. It was- she- it was on the counter and she licked it. Like she did not purchase said donut. It's like, if you went to Dunkin Donuts and licked one of the donuts and then like, it was ready to be sold.
4: You know,
3: at the time I remember instantly seeing that, not knowing her well and instantly disliking her when I saw it, because if there's anything in life that I cannot forgive, it it is the disrespect of a pastry, obviously. (laughs) As an overweight person, as a person who has, you know, when I was poor, been food insecure, how dare you? How how, how dare you? How dare you?
4: Yeah, there there was something that you know. There's certain things that happen um, with the youths that send just a lightning bolt up my spine, and I'm like, oh my god that that is so, I'll never get over it, you know, because it's so disrespectful. It shows me that you are arrogant, that you just don't have basic manners. You know, you don't, you're, you think that's funny. You think licking a donut and putting it back and somebody else is going to buy that, that that's charming or funny or clever. And that's really tough.
3: And having now lived through COVID, I now look at it and think that she should be probably given the death penalty, I think, (laughs) just for the donut thing. Well,
2: even at the time, people were like, I mean, the internet hit her with a Mac truck. Like, they were like, How fucking dare you do this? She had to like give an apology. Yeah. Like, and you know what? It's this is the first, you know, iteration of her not wanting to follow the rules or not wanting to, you know,
3: be in polite society and act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm at like a sizzler, when they have a buffet there, I will just slam my entire face. Into the mac and cheese and spit it back and then <laughs> so go to my table. So I understand the mood sizzler. at least Just so Sizzler I mean, still exists by the way yes
2: okay so moving right along, then are I mean, let's just say really quickly, amazing voice, extremely talented yeah. singer, vocalist, vocalist with a capital V, coming up in a time where, many of her uh, contemporaries were not that. Many of her contemporaries, not vocalists. Like she had, when I heard her first, her first big breakout song, I believe was, I think it's called I Love the Way. Am I wrong about that? I love the way. Uh -uh. And she had all these like whistle tones in it. And I was like, is this, for one whole second, I was like, is this Mariah Carey? Like did Mariah Carey bring out a new song? Like she really had the like Mariah Carey sound that like we all are addicted to as people that like were existed in the nineties and on purpose. I mean, and she
3: admits that she she has a list of divas that she admits were her inspiration. She
2: in her like concert documentary, like, Mariah Carey like retweets one of her videos singing a Mariah Carey song, or like something where she asks her to sing a song with her, or something like that. And she looks at the camera and is like, "This is the biggest moment of my life so far." Basically, like I've looked up to this woman forever, and she's barely ever acknowledged me. And the fact that she wants to work with me is like the biggest moment of my career.
3: Wow, that's very sweet. Yeah, that's very sweet, and um, erases fifteen percent of, of that date for me. <laughs> Absolutely, I think that's <laughs> which is a lot. Which is a lot.
4: Well, she does. She how to be a sycophant for sure like she can give it up to the people oh yeah you know that she loves you know what i mean like she has it with um jennifer coolidge yes she really gassed her up and i feel like celine dion i want to say yes celine (laughs) dion jim carrey is that accurate i feel (laughs) like in my Feel like she did it, you know. If somebody connects with her online or whatever, and she did it, she had just a real nice run of. She was economic in her responses; they were really cute. There was like a few years where I just felt like she was running things in terms of the way she was conducting herself. I would I would agree with that.
3: 2017 was a big year for her, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to go dark, but this event has to be mentioned because, as horrible as it was. There are many people who did not know who she was until her concert in Manchester in May of oh, 2017 God. was the target of a terrorist bombing, a suicide bomber. Um, and that honestly was like, I, I, I don't know if this is true of my parents, but for people like my parents, that's how they found out who she was. Cause yeah. they weren't watching her as cat Valentine or looking yeah. on YouTube, obsessively watching her lick a donut on a 10 minute loop while stoned day after day for the entire previous year, like some people did, like I did. So (laughs) that was pretty tragic. And it upped her, it really does sound horrible to say, but it is true. It sort of did up her profile. Uh, She already was on the Dangerous Woman tour. So she was already a star at that point, but this was the year that Billboard named her female artist of the year. And when people started really paying attention to her personal life, most likely because when someone goes through a a tragedy, the press is just salivating to watch you crumble. And my memory is that she did sort of leave the public eye for a little bit. And
2: I think she knew that she needed to. It was a, I believe very beautiful play is because her name was so attached to something so terrible. And like, it was, actually a great move for her to like not be like all over the place and just kind of be like, no, I'm going to just take a step back and like, let like the people that actually really need to like heal and like people that need help to like do that and make it not about me at all. Right. Which we can't say for anything else she's ever done, but like at that moment she did the, the perfect play in my opinion.
4: Yeah. And she also had that. And I'm, I don't know what year it was, but she did the benefit probably in the next 2018. I imagine where she raised money, and ev- and I think a lot of the people who were at that concert came back. She had a bunch of artists. She handled it uh, beautifully. Yes.
2: Another important thing to mention is that she was the person that sang at Aretha Franklin's funeral.
4: Boom. Is this okay. true? Okay. Now yes. I know we're not we're we're just laying out some basics. We're really laying out some Ariana basics here. Yes, for right. sure. But I will say this about that funeral. And as we dig into where she's gone wrong, I will say, you know, she's such a cute girl and I think it seems like just such a cross to bear for the to, for female artists who are attractive. You are so picked over and they're so sexualized. And like the way Bill Clinton looked at her, as did every other man on that stage, but the way Bill Clinton looked at her, it was as if she was a chicken drumstick and he was starving. It was so shocking (laughs) he is forward-facing cameras on him he's he's on the stage i'm like bill wow yeah you're you're licking your chops on (laughs) at a funeral
3: was he solo there or was hill with him
4: hill was not on the stage Okay. Not that that would have stopped a second. No, as every days.
2: human being on this planet knows. Yes. Right. <laughs>
4: that much we know. We've seen him like his chops with or without her. Yeah. But, <laughs> but my God, at a at a wreath. I mean, at a funeral like, of, a, it, of and, a,
2: and an absolute icon of a human being. Also, not even just like one that you have to go to. Like one that you know every person that likes music is tuning into.
4: And and the there was a lineup and I don't recall the other gentlemen because they'd get called out right now too. But the, I mean, yeah, she was in a, she was in a little black dress. She's a pop star. Is it maybe the most appropriate funeral attire? No, but she's also there to sing. But my God, you know, so I do, when these girls are running from, they have a million relationships and, you know, I do sense that you just want that security, Of having a man, having a husband or a woman and a wife, whatever it is, that you have to, like, buffer yourself against Bill Clinton. Do you know what I mean? Like, to have a little.
3: (laughs) I I mean, yes. (laughs) I'm watching video of it right now. It (laughs) is. Lascivious. I urge all. I, I have to be honest. Yeah, what Dan? When you're talking about it, I'm like, I don't remember this being that bad. And I'm watching it now, and I'm cringing because Bill Clinton just pulled a program out of Jesse Jackson's hand and started masturbating with it while watching Ariana Grande. This is much filthier. I don't remember any of this, but he really does look like a fox in a in a henhouse. It is pretty. Astonishing. And I will say he is surrounded by other dignitaries who honestly look like they want the performance to be over so they can go to the gift shop or snack bar. So then comes arguably her most famous paramour. There were many before Pete Davidson, but dating Pete Davidson was sort of, that was the pinnacle, I think, of her Taking over the rags, the gossip rags. Like, well, I, th- I think that that was really... Before we get
2: there, sorry. Before we get mm-hmm. there, she did date Mac Miller, who was a rapper that right. was very on the rise. And they were together. I don't believe they were together whenever he died, but they were... That was like a big deal. Like, when she was dating Mac Miller, that was like, oh, she's dating this other celebrity. Like, Like, they started to get a lot of press from the two of them being together.
3: I only knew they were together after he passed away. That was when I started hearing like I, I don't recall them being together and not to be a dick, but I just didn't wouldn't have cared at the time. This is like yeah. 2016 or so. Um, and after he died was when I became aware that she had dated him and was, I mean, devastated, obviously, like it seemed like they were sort of star crossed is the impression I got where that they were like the, the ones that got away from each yeah, other is yeah. very much how at, it the, seemed at the, the time for sure. Yeah. So then Pete Davidson happens. Right. And instantly everyone starts doing celebrity death pool on how many months this is going to last. And then, like, four minutes later, they get engaged. And you're like, oh, wow. Someone's going right. to die in this one, too. Oh, Good wait, Lord. they got
2: engaged. Yes. Oh yeah. my god, I forgot that they got engaged.
4: Yeah, yeah because he was dating Cassie Kirby enthusiast Larry David, Cassie David, Larry David's daughter. He, they were together. Prior to Ariana? Very like butted right of all, looking through and I sort of went deep on her history and it is riddled with her kind of stealing. Or, you know, it's not great in terms of how she's getting these men. They're either dumping their long-term girlfriends, fiancés. So Cassie was, it seems like they had just, the the overlap was real tight. Yeah, like the ink wasn't even
2: dry on the page yet.
4: Not at all. And she had, I think, helped Pete get sober. So... (sighs) You know, she did that heavy lifting and then
3: The pattern husband. begins, yes. doesn't it? <laughs>
4: Interesting.
3: Yeah. That's
4: um, wild.
2: And then and then I mean she also, Ariana Grande then launches Pete Davidson into like an eligible bachelor.
4: Beyond.
3: Right. Because then she says he's got big dick energy. And then people start crawling out of their woodwork to fuck him to, like to find out most yeah. eligible cougars are now climbing on him like monkey bars one <laughs> week after the other. It was an insane year for him. It was crazy.
2: I mean, he went all the way up to the top. That's the thing. He went all the way up to Kim Kardashian herself, which famously on my Instagram, I said a million times, like, this is for publicity. Like, there's no way they're really dating and kept being like, I don't believe this. I don't believe this. And then they were like, really dating? And I was like,
3: fuck, I can't (laughs) believe they're actually really dating. This is insane. Like, (laughs) and then right after they broke up, I believe was when Thank You Next came out, right? Which then became. Yes. Another yes. giant, a huge hit, hit for her, her which, which ushered
2: in ushered in the uh, era of her not singing anymore, much like Beyonce <laughs> not singing. Like she kind um, of copied and Mariah, Beyonce. I mean, and sure, Mariah, Mariah I'm
3: just... just hit a moment where now she's just like, fuck it.
2: Like I'm just gonna talk in a spo do a spoken yep. word album. That's like what uh-huh, she uh-huh, yeah.
3: baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, and that's it forever. <laughs>
2: but that ushered in her, yeah, Ariana Grande's not singing anymore era. And so that was like, Thank you next was like the, the biggest hit of that era.
3: I remember hearing it for the first time and reacting badly at first because I didn't think that it was a good idea. And then five minutes later, I thought that it was Genius, because she had mm-hmm. then started. This was the moment when she started becoming known uh, more for her love life than her music, and so she just leaned into it, you know, and then just sort of listed all of the guys, her exes. That, I mean, all of them. I, I I just thought it was genius, and she was young, you know. What I mean, she was twenty six or twenty seven. Not everyone loved that. It wasn't a hundred percent well received by moms of young girls who. Would now think it was, you know, par for the course that you should buzz through that many guys in your 20s, which everyone does. They just don't talk about it or tell their daughters to do it. But you know what I mean. I mean, it was very. uh
2: Wait, we're. I just Googled the lyrics to Thank You Next, and we're skipping over the fact that she stole Big Sean away from Naya Rivera. RIP. This is before all of this.
4: Naya Rivera literally thought she was she was engaged to him, was with him, walked into her home and she said the little girl was sitting cross-legged in her living room, listening to music with her husband. And then the Internet told her that she was no longer with Big (laughs) Sean.
3: Is that right? (laughs) <laughs> yes wow that I didn't know never heard that story the I knew hordacity. about Naya Rivera but I didn't know that Good the Lord. hordacity of it all truly okay. god
4: almighty and then you put him in the song thank you next it's like wow, well, we're just living out loud like we're not even we're just doing us
3: We do not slut shame on this podcast. We do not cop shame. It has nothing to do with that. But there is a pattern. There there are existing relationships in body bags in the trail (laughs) behind
4: (laughs) Ariana's stiletto prints.
3: That is the truth. (laughs) Which leads us sort of, and I don't, tell me if I'm skipping over too much. But one would be like, why are you fixing Ariana Grande? She's an absolute superstar. Well, of course she is. That's why we all squealed when she was taking over the role of Glinda in the much-beloved Wicked. And a couple of stills come out over the seemingly decade-long experience of them shooting yeah, the film. They've been shooting the movie for nine months. It's, <laughs> it's like insane. <laughs> and they... It just seems like she was perfectly cast. Cynthia Erivo uh-huh. is Alphaba, as Jesus Lord. I, genius. I
2: mean, genius. How?
3: And, you know, Wicked's got a huge following. Uh, it's huge in high schools. It's huge with... Kids who are into musical theater, whether or not they like Ariana Grande, they are performing wicked at high schools. I mean, it is a, it is, I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would be from when I was a kid, probably like Greece. I'm not even kidding where it's like all high schools are doing this and they all know all the songs and all the characters. And then just a few weeks ago at this point, it comes out that she is breaking up with her husband. Dalton Gomez, which I don't know what he does, but I'm hoping that he's an anchor at Univision because that is the name for it. I'm Dalton Gomez. Good
2: night. He's a real estate broker. He's her ex-husband. His job very, is being very similar. her husband.
3: Very similar. <laughs> and then it, that she's broken up with her husband. And then what could literally have been 12 <laughs> to 13 minutes later, it appears online that she is dating her very married Wicked co-star Ethan Slater. Here we go again.
4: This is the worst. It's it's almost like she, it's a um, heightening, you know? So it's like the girlfriends, the long-term girlfriends, the girlfriends from high school. And now, I mean, the wife with the kid, just a baby. I mean, this is bad news bears.
3: On so many levels, I'm sure... You know, I'm, I'm not even sure anymore about how bad news has to be for a producer or studio to actually be concerned. I do think, to go on a tangent, I think that The Flash underperforming is proof that bad press for a star will affect box office. And I, I would have a feeling that the people backing Wicked are not overjoyed that there's a sex scandal involving the biggest name in the film.
2: However, Uh, I feel like that gets me going. That gets me right to the theater way quicker, earlier than I would have went.
3: I don't (laughs) know. I mean, I'll definitely talk about it more for sure. I mean, this guy was married to his high school sweetheart and they have an infant at home and she had no inkling supposedly that anything was going on. But the best, the best part, the best part, the part that makes this the greatest story ever is that he was, he he played SpongeBob SquarePants on Broadway yes, and the jokes and the memes, the internet is delivering on a level that, it never that has I have before. not seen before. Yes, it correct. Was. If he hadn't played SpongeBob, I'm not even sure that this would have been a scandal because when you're getting alerts on your phone that say, Ariana silent on affair with SpongeBob SquarePants, you're going to stop working and go look at your phone. Like it's, it's a, it's a brilliant fucking headline. Like absolutely brilliant.
2: It's, it's tough. It's tough in every way. First and foremost, outside of everything, he needs to send her a $1 million because he is now a household name and never would have, the movie would have come out. He would have come and gone. He would have had his day in the sun and he would have been forever off. We will always remember who he is now because of this happening. And I think that is half of the motivation for him to do this. Is that sad of me to say? Yes. He's like, I could be with a beyond A-list person and like be in the headline of every news article and have everyone watch my performance in SpongeBob SquarePants musical on TikTok as they make fun of me. Like we've all seen the videos. I am I think- so
4: naive. I never think that people do things <laughs> to pro- for their profile. But of course they do. But I just I think she is good at this thing, which is breaking up relationships and seeming <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's meant to be forever and her relationships with love I, will only last about a year or so tops. For, for all of them. And, and again, do you, except for the fact that she went to dinner with the wife and baby, held the baby, they all went out to get, I mean, it's, it's, it's not great, guys. I don't know. No,
2: no it that's really bad. I did not know that. They went out to dinner together,
3: all together.
2: Yeah. Ooh.
3: And this is the one, like, you know, we're the three of us are going back and forth talking about, oh, she did this one. Oh, remember this. Oh, remember she did this. No one's going to forget this
2: one. No, yeah. this is
3: the no. one that cements her reputation very badly in the eyes of people who are really quite triggered by infidelity, home wreckers, you know, and this is. I, well, and so, I think it's so, I think it is damaging to her reputation. I agree with
2: you so Fiona. much so that her that her own fans are like turning on her.
4: Really, on Ooh. the internet,
2: they're like, "What the fuck is she doing?" Like, it's not <laughs> good for her. The fans are not like, "Oh, she's whatever." Like, blah blah. Everyone's like, "Why is she doing this?" So much so that they're going back through her old songs, and like, she has a song on it's the same album as Thank You Next that's called. Break up with your boyfriend, I'm, or break up with your girlfriend, I'm bored.
3: Mm.
1: And it's writ-
2: written by Candy Burris, by the way. Written by oh. Candy Burris.
3: Oh, really?
2: And it's like, and the song is literally "Break Up with Your Girlfriend" because I'm bored. Wow. And that's like the hook of the song.
4: Listen, there is a thrill, you know, to that journey. It's-
2: yeah, it's because it's you're like I- she's a dangerous woman. She's much-
4: yeah, she's <laughs> woman. she told us
3: she warned us all no, six but- years ago
4: I get listen there is a thrill I think I will say that I think when you're not that secure of a person that's when you take that path you Sorry. know she has a history and she ultimately doesn't feel good enough about herself to Go out on her own and find her own fellas that are not attached. So she's getting a thrill off of this, and it's something she should have figured out a while ago. But this is a doozy. I mean, um, his poor it's, wife. It's not a good. I, 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 I do mean, feel
3: terribly for her. I really do.
4: You're with a SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> you don't ever think that. This is who's, on the who's, table.
3: Right. Who's no. stealing
4: this from me? You don't ever go, God, should I be concerned that this international pop star is working? She's like, I can't tell you how safe I feel. You know, I, I feel cozy and comfortable. Aww.
3: <laughs> not so. I mean, and it's, you know, I mean, to, in his defense though, I mean, I don't know. Well, I know what I would do if if one of the biggest stars in the world was showing an interest in me, I would, I, I don't know. I probably forget about my family. I mean, right. no one, it's not something you even fantasize about, you know, one of the, the most heralded, talented, beautiful women who you, you know, they're about the same age. So he grew up or came into adulthood knowing Who Who she she was. was. And so to have this person show an interest in you is, I I would assume, is hypnotic. What's even more shocking is that Cynthia Arrivo was caught in a compromising position with Squidward, who we all thought was homosexual (laughs) all of these years. So- P.S. In solidarity, she did a solidarity fuck with the other, the other one. What's the other one? (laughs) Patrick.
2: Patrick. Which P.S. You do know that, like all of my friends from high school, my sister and my mother all call me Squidward (laughs) because I one look exactly like him and have the same attitude. Oh my (laughs) god! Oh my god! I wish I was
3: joking at all. I am Dominic. Is I feel shocked. like someone just hit the reset button on our friendship and we are at zero right now and I'm never calling you Chris again for the rest of our lives. <laughs> that is not something that ever occurred to me but I can see in a comedic way what that is fucking brilliant.
2: Anyway, moving right along from that.
3: I think you and I should go as Squidward and Patrick to the Fixing Famous People Halloween party this 100%, year. 100%. 100% right. done.
4: And her, I mean, I think we've left her husband, not boyfriend, like that piece, she was fully married and I think she got married during the pandemic and I was like- And
2: like out of nowhere, like you didn't know that they were dating and then she put up pictures of them, her in a wedding dress in in her house, being like, we got married in my living room.
4: Yeah, it felt very- underdone in a wonderful way. Yes. And I thought, oh, I'm happy for her. Like the Pete Davidson was burned so hot and was way too much. And whoever this guy is, they look cute together. He looks age appropriate and they are married and it's quiet. And she's just doing her thing. That seems lovely.
2: He's not a celebrity. Like, they got married without a peep. You know what I mean? Like, it's that right. thing where you're like, oh, you learned your lesson. Like, you shouldn't date another celebrity. And now you're with this, like, normie that's going to, like, be great for
1: you.
4: Amazing. So that felt really good. And I don't – I would – I think we're, we may at some point – he may partner with the wife and give us – like, I feel like he's been silent. And we're, we may get something juicy – from the two of them at some point.
3: Let me oh, ask no. you this important question though, Deanna. Was he silent or was he silent? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Ooh. Uh, you husband- this is the thing though. What can why do all these people have to dig? De- I mean, what whatever happened to cheating? And just keeping right. it to yourself, fucking True. someone in a broom closet when the crew's gone home, and then you just go about your lives. Why does everyone have to leave their families to be with Ariana Grande? Mm. Like in the and dust. why can't yeah. Ariana Grande just have a one-night stand? Why does she have to date everybody? Was she a lesbian? Jesus Christ. Like, you don't have to do... Fuck whoever you want. You don't have to make them leave their families as well. Good Lord.
2: Right. Have a showman's like the everyone point. else.
3: Yes! Yeah. I mean, this is the moment when we should mention that there's a lot of... You know, she is beloved by millions of people, and it, it, not in any small dose. The uh, the, the LGBTQ plus community absolutely wow. worships her, and she has an out and proud gay brother who is also an entertainer. And she has been a very staunch advocate for the gay community, which is very important. I just don't care about it today. That's
2: all. <laughs> <laughs> well, and have you seen the side by sides of her brother and then SpongeBob? Oh my God. No. Oh, Oh, Dominic. They're they're,
4: no, it's an emergency. emergency. Dominic,
2: they're crippling. They're
4: crippling. No, you'll never. That is all I'm thinking about as we're talking this whole time. It's it's the image in my head. The side, you need the side by side. If you're not I I am.
3: I mean, they they are structurally in the face. They are (laughs) definitely (laughs) similar. I wouldn't say it's uncanny, but they're definitely oh the eyes, yeah.
4: Oh, what? I think it's a cut and paste.
2: It's a cut and paste. Oh, they're fun. not exactly they're There's the this same. One,
3: this Instagram account, martinis and mascara, has a side-by-side where they look like the same person with different wigs. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Whatever that is. I, I don't really even know <laughs> what to file that <laughs> under. File that under.
2: Freud. <laughs>
4: Freud is slash Is it Freud? Familiarity <laughs> slash it's not comfortable It's slash like
3: a, that's some like tennessee williams bullshit or something <laughs> really
4: <laughs> but, uh, p.s oh my god you can't even see it in my frame my clitorally candle is burning yes brightly. Let me stop Hold on. it's amazing thank um, you well thank you I for have burning been burning it. it a lot and i gotta tell oh, you it's it's burning nice and even it's got beautiful throw a lovely thank you. scent and um, this is a walk in the beach, and I love it, and it makes me feel really happy. Thank
3: you so much, and I can't tell you how much time we spent in the lab perfecting the experience that you're going through right now. I mean, Chris, it was probably it was grueling. Was it, it was forty five seconds probably where we <laughs> talked about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, thank you, but thank you for thank you for saying that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Well, I mean, I think we're at our point where we have to. Yeah, what do we do? All right, well, God, okay, here we go. Ariana Grande. In response to Jeanette McCurdy's book, I'm Glad My Mom Died, which she trashed Ariana Grande in, saying that she was really mean. Oh, yeah. She is going to write a memoir, and it could be called Thank You Next. It could be called I'm Glad I Didn't Get Married to Any of These Men. It could be called whatever she wants to call it. And she is going to go through and write a memoir about becoming famous, working at the Disney Channel, volleying back shade to Jeanette McCurdy, talking about becoming a celebrity, and then chronicling every single one of these relationships. She is going to talk about Big Sean and how basically, probably, he told her that he was not with Naya Rivera anymore. So she's sitting in the living room and she sees Naya Rivera walk in the door and be like, "Why are you in my house?" Like we get we get her side of the story of like bone chilling, like her being like, "What?" <laughs> While that happened, we hear about Pete Davidson. We hear why she says he has big dick energy. We hear about Mac Miller. We get this chapters about their relationship together. We talk, you know, we get to hear about like his drug use. We hear about. How hard it was for him for her whenever he passed away we hear about her marriage we find out why she married this man what he's like what his what his birthday is any of those things i want to hear we find out about all these (laughs) things and then the pivotal chapter is why she decides to be with spongebob squarepants i need it written in essay form she needs to defend herself to the people about why this has happened. And in every one of these chapters, she's going to right her wrongs and tell her side of the story instead of being silent. There will be millions of copies sold. I think that a portion of the proceeds should go to one, like people struggling with drug use. And then also, I think to another benefit to the Manchester bombing or something mm-hmm. of the same nature of like mm-hmm. some kind of charity that would, that would help either people in school shootings or other kind of attacks like this. So she has like the human like the human element to it, and it's like the wildfire book that like Paris Hilton's memoir Jeanette McCurdy's like Ariana Grande's up there, and she diversifies why we like her and through telling these stories rides back to the top and at least gets to tell her side rather than us just trashing her because right now her fans are like not happy with her, they're right. not being like sheep and just being like everyone fuck off like let ariana do whatever she wants like they're mad and they're like why are you doing
3: this
4: yeah
2: this is the way this is how she's going to do it and it will be released in conjunction with the wicked
4: movies that is my pitch wow. wow wow electric
3: ariana chris respectable pitch I have no
2: invalidations <laughs> at this. I time. have n- no idea where you're going with this.
3: I, it's like, I, if, if I may, I would like to give you some of my rejected ideas. Okay. I, I at one point, was going to very straight faced say, let's just do, a, let's just do, a, she needs to do a Netflix episodic memoir, one episode for each of the loves of her life. Oh, but, good idea. Well then then that's my pitch. I'm no, <laughs> joking it's not. It is not it. That's that was one but I took it out of contention because I will always go for something much uh more what's the word stupid. That's what I like to do. <laughs> something a little more attention grabbing. Um then I was like someone needs to quickly write a third Wicked movie where <laughs> Spongebob's wife comes back as a new character and slays Galinda or something. I, I don't know. I was like, no, we're not going to rework Wicked because all the, the fans will get to say. So then I just thought, I, I, you just, you got to lean into it. If you're known for something terrible, even if it's misconstrued, just make that coin girl. girl. So what I want Ariana Grande to do is to host a reboot of the game show, The Newlywed Game. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which is going to have the added element of when the wives, if you don't know The Newlywed Game, it's newlywed couples, and each spouse is left alone alone. The men are there and then the women are there asking, being asked questions about their spouses. But the added feature of these women are leaving their husbands alone in a room with Ariana Grande. And so part of the suspense of the show is not which couple is going to make the most points, but when the wives go back into the room Will their husband still be there? And will Ariana Grande <laughs> still be there? It
2: basically turns into like boiling points where like you it don't know the moment where that. it's like got to turn. Yeah. That's
3: it. And that's my pitch is that she just oh, lean no. into this horrific reputation for destroying relationships and then just start destroying them as part of a game show. <laughs> yeah.
4: Wow, guys, I feel drunk with power right now. (laughs) You are.
3: You should.
4: I like really do. I'm like, I. this is too much power for one person to have. First of all, I want to say thank you. You know, (laughs) thank you. Not next. I do want to say thank you. And I want to say thank you for the time and the effort and the thought that you put into these pitches because, um, you know, it's not about me, but I am here and I'm feeling like, that was just so thorough and rich. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, I mean, I
3: won't yeah, deny good. that we up our game when you are with us. For oh, sure. 100%. There's no doubt.
4: Of course, I would love to choose Chris because our friendship is slightly stronger, okay. <laughs> you know, than Dominic's in the mind. <laughs> So I love the book. I love the book idea. But the idea of the newlywed game is such must-see TV. Yeah. You know, it's like I am recording it. I'm clearing my schedule just to see, like, who will stay together. It's so thrilling. And ultimately, it's what I want to watch. And I'm going to have to give it to Dominic on this.
2: I am. Dominic is honored to have your support.
4: Deanna, I am. But I really will honored. read the book as well. You know what I mean? Sure. So no, I want it. You provided I want the me book. with great yeah. content.
2: Yeah. No, but the Newlywood game is great. And I do love that it turns into like almost like not survivor but not not survivor where that like you're uh-huh. waiting to see like if any like when you know whenever in survivor when like they have the tribal council and then the next episode at the next reward challenge you see them all come back in and see who is eliminated that's like what they're <laughs> gonna like every episode you get to see
3: that of like
4: that's really <laughs> like who's well, still it's just there real.
3: and i want to be very 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 clear about this if I had the effect on men that Ariana Grande has. Ah. Ah. I would have three times the boyfriend and I would host this show. It would be a daily show that I would, I would host it. <laughs> if I could do that. That's what I do. Because, you know, yeah. my rule, right, Chris, it's like if you're hot, you're if obligated you're hot, to behave the, the way whole, Ariana's yeah. behaving. But, Correct. you know, once you start fucking with other people's money, we do need to fix you. Yeah.
2: There is a line, but there is a yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. There
3: is a line. The line is SpongeBob. SpongeBob.
4: (laughs) 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 Never would you know. The shots they have of this guy sort of suspended in midair with a huge smile across his face. They're just...
1: Mm. so
4: funny i mean wow you know i'm sure he has a little swagu in person he must have you know, something i'm
2: telling you he's probably like a nerd he probably like went up to her and like was like got your nose like something stupid and she was like <laughs> she was like oh my god like wait that's funny and like every guy oh always tries to like god. be cooler than you know what i mean
3: <laughs> every guy oh, she dates is like some
2: guy who's like really hot and like is real like, yo, what up? Like, something, something. She, uh-huh. that he probably, like, right. like, you know.
4: I can't get over that. Your Nose. nose. I'm <laughs> still there. I Got Your Nose.
2: And she, like, thought that was great. And then he was, like, harmonized. Again, I bet you they harmonized, harmonized. in a it green in room somewhere. And then, like, their genitals just, like, attracted right to each other. Like, that's what happened.
4: I would love to know from him, and I don't think we're going to get this, but just to hear from him the moment he went from... The moment he understood that she was interested and what his brain went through.
2: Correct. Would love a documentary about it.
4: Just the moment. I want a documentary on that (laughs) moment where he realized that he might get with Ariana Grande and that she was interested in him because I do think that she's the one who made the moves. He was not the leader.
3: Sure. I I, I don't understand how someone who's in... A man who is in Wicked, who was nominated for a Tony for playing SpongeBob SquarePants, how this man He's is straight. even sexually attracted to <laughs> <That's> women? <avoided. laughs> this could be her. This could be uh, Ariana's uh, Liza Minnelli Peter <laughs> Allen moment. This yes. this could be it. Although I think all of weren't all of Liza's husband's gay. So it could be Liza in any of her husband's moment. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is where she goes down that path, which is always a winner. Go to the gays is always a winner, but Ariana is sort of already there. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It feels like I'm trying to, uh, I've been working through my own, you know, prejudices on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what I'm looking at. Yeah. Is one thing, but I'm going to open my mind. And leave the possibility <laughs> that it's a straight now, you know, I'm going to let that possibility be present. Exist.
2: Yeah. Let it exist. And, the, <sighs> and speaking of opening your mind, like for all the men that feel that they like identify with a character on SpongeBob SquarePants and want to be with Ariana Grande, yeah. like you could. Right. Oh slam like you know what i mean like don't sell yourself short one of the most beautiful and most talented people on the planet like could be into you
4: but something is happening at this moment like the last year i don't know if you guys have noticed but i don't you know i i don't know what's happening but or maybe it's just what she's doing with her hair and makeup Um, well the blonde hair entering like alien but not in a bad way
2: well people like people have said that she there's there's a bingo a race bingo card of her pictures of her on the internet you're aware of this right a race like they're like here's ariana grande as every race and different looks that she had have all been like asian (laughs) like they're like oh she's out of her asian she's out of her asian look now she's into like a really white look now because she has like the glinda blonde hair i think she dyed her hair blonde for glinda So we're seeing her with that that blonde hair and we're also seeing her sans ponytail, which is like always throws everyone for a loop.
4: Yeah. Right. This is a, is a more pared down vibe Yeah, that we're getting, which I think to Dominic's point, they do belong. The cheesecake factory of it all. You put the pared down Ariana with the Ethan in the cheesecake factory and people aren't like, Going crazy, like what the heck is he doing with her? Yeah.
3: I would say to Ethan Slater, you are not fixable. You're just done. You are Eddie Sibrian. You are Jesse. James. Yeah, yes. Are yes. Absolutely not fixable ever again. Wow. You'll still do things, son. You'll still go on, but this absolutely not. You're dying. High for. school sweetheart and a baby? No, no, no. And yeah. to Ariana Grande, I will say, listen, if I were you, <laughs> I'd, I'd be dead by now for a million reasons. <laughs> With that sort of power and allure, I would have killed myself accidentally or been killed by okay. Why? Something, something or someone. <laughs> just be careful, girl. This guy's got a kid. This is not a donut you can lick and put back. You got to be careful. Right. Although, Although I bet Ethan at some point is going to ask for his donut to be licked. TBD yeah. on that because that is Christ how this You're disgusting. Wouldn't it be great if he left Ariana Grande for a man?
2: That would be beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. That
4: would feel nice. And
2: this other thing, the this wicked movie better be good. No shit. This wicked movie better be. If it sucks, then they're fucked. What if they both get nominated?
4: Is this this generation's Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, Mister Mrs. Mister Mrs. Smith?
2: No situation. No, No. they they want it to be, but it's not.
4: Okay. Only
3: because. No one knows who Dalton Gomez or Mrs. SpongeBob are. That, Correct. That's, I think, what puts it in yeah. a different
2: category. Yeah. Or Ethan Slater or Mr. SpongeBob.
3: Yeah. I mean, Definitely. truly, we didn't know oh, who he was until no like the 4th of July or something. Zero idea. But I, all, right, all we can I know you- is that we were called to an emergency session. Emergency. because emergency session. Diana was available right. while Ariana Grande was in the news again, and we had to act. It was DEFCON one. Yeah. It was. It truly was.
2: Um, Deanna thank you so much for this emergency session again there's no reason why you can't have a three-month free trial of Sirius XM to listen to her next week on reality checked okay
4: well thank you so much for that I, I had a blast talking to you guys and thank you for the Sirius plug and yeah if you guys want to show up there give me a call There's a call-in number I'll (gasps) post on my Instagram, Deanna Uh M. Chang. If you have anything you want to share in the Bravo world or reality at large that you need to get off your chest, we can chit-chat about it, and then we'll have fun.
2: What what time is it coming on? Do you know what time the show is?
4: question. It's the 1 to 2 p.m. slot.
2: A great slot, by the way. Like, usually when people are doing their lunch break, like, if you're on a lunch break from work, you're listening. Sorry, you're doing it. Yep.
4: Yeah, that's a great time to listen.
2: Deanna, where can people find you?
4: Deanna M. Chang on Instagram and I guess Twitter threads, question mark. Um, X. Just Instagram. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Instagram's the spot. That's where, I, where I'll be.
2: Yeah. Dominic, where can people find you?
3: Uh, they can find me at my website, DominicTerry.com, which links to my socials at Dominic Pupa and I know I threatened a short time ago, but I really will have dates for my holiday show announced by the end of the month. So check those spaces or just keep listening here. Amazing.
4: Quick question before we go. Dominic, are you discussing your hair at a different time?
3: Um, We'll probably be discussing it in the
2: intro to
3: this episode, which we'll do after
2: this. But do you need to comment? Do you need to comment?
4: I may just need to say one thing. Okay. Um, Dominic. Your hair looks great.
3: Thank you so much. Ah, ah, Thank you so much.
4: It's It's been an adjustment, you know, as I sit here. Um, But I feel it's a powerful look.
3: Thank you. And wow. I think,
4: it's, I think there's like, it's going to move us into another a new space. Era. And I don't know what that looks like, but <laughs> it's not just a haircut.
3: No, like it's a rebranding.
4: It's a rebrand. And like I'm going to say,
3: different. you were on, in the first batch of episodes we did, you came on our Hilaria, excuse me, <clears throat> Hilaria Baldwin episode. Thank you. And Chris won that episode. I think you looked at my hair and it didn't even matter what Chris said today. I was, I I was a I winner agree. the moment my screen opened. I oh. could see I it in your eye. You were like, what's going on? It's the hair.
4: I think you're right. I think that <laughs> there was no other path. Correct. Like the hair drew me to you.
3: The next time you hear Chris, is he's going to have shaved his head completely. <laughs> <you know>?
4: like, <laughs> or extensions or something. something.
3: Yeah. Oh, God, a <laughs> weave, something. Chris, please. I, weave. Can you
2: imagine if I then had your haircut that was like long hair and it would <laughs> be just a
3: lace front? I should. Oh, God. Christopher right, well. and Deanna, thank you very much for being here and for the compliments and just for your wit and your insanely comfortable conversational skills you're a, you were born to do this really we are oh, we are huge fans
4: you know i love you guys and i think your show is amazing i mean oh. i know now we're just complimenting each other but we'll do a whole you hour guys of it have, thank you. you're <laughs> thank so you. good together i love the show thank, thank
2: you. you that's very nice
3: of you christopher where can we find you
2: you can find me at The Christa Rosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Write a review and let us know who you want us to fix next. And as always, I wish you both well. And where's Shelley? Goodbye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.